morning, everybody, and welcome to Tales from the Heart, a podcast from the Hypertrophic Cardiomyopathy Association. I'm by myself today, which is a little unusual. I normally have a guest here with me, and today um, it's Good Friday, so I want to acknowledge uh, all of those who are celebrating holidays this time of year. We have Easter weekend coming up. We're in Passover right now, and it's also Ramadan. So lots of family and lots of celebrating going on out there. I hope you're enjoying the holiday season. And finally, is spring, although we didn't really have a winter here in New Jersey. It was a little bizarre, but it's nice to see the tulips up and spring is here. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about some updates from the HCMA and some programs that we um, are either working on advancing, um, that we are adding resources to. I'm writing myself some notes because I almost forgot one. And I just want to give you an update. Things have been really busy and that's a good thing. It's actually, I've been saying this a lot lately. It's a good time to have a not great diagnosis because there's so many opportunities in HCM right now. And we've really been focused here at broadening the reach of the organization getting more people involved in the community, raising awareness of HCM so we can aid into early diagnosis and getting people on the proper treatment pathway and so many other things that I will kind of unpack in the next few minutes. So we are full steam ahead for the Healthy Cardiac Monitoring Act, a project of our legislative advocacy committee, the Elizabeth T. McNamee Legislative Committee. And we are all in. We have hired three interns for uh, this season. And we have Olu, Ariana, and Nikki, uh, who are under the direction of Julie and our legislative committee to start doing outreach to uh, the leadership in the health and education divisions of each state house and starting to really organize that effort going forward. What is the Healthy Cardiac Monitoring Act? Kind of simple. We know that when you do a child screening for sports, the PPE, pre-participation physical examination, as required by many jurisdictions, we ask about heart health history. We do not, however, ask about heart health history in the well child examination. So not every child is going to participate in an athletic adventure. Some of them are going to do academic things. Some of them are going to be involved in extracurriculars at all. So we want to make sure we're getting all children to be able to have a conversation with a healthcare provider about family heart health history and symptoms of diseases that can cause complications, including an up to sudden cardiac arrest. So the Healthy Cardiac Monitoring Act is a state-based initiative to improve the well-child examination to simply include these components of the PPE and to provide some professional training and educational opportunities to healthcare providers so that they can make a proper, appropriate referrals. If you want to get involved there, I'm sure one of my team can drop a link to how to sign up to be a volunteer and learn more about the HCM Act. Secondarily, we are now recruiting into a new project called HCM Ambassadors, and our ambassadors are going to be social media ambassadors. We are looking for people from a variety of backgrounds for our inaugural class on HCM Ambassadors. We're looking for people who like to use social media, venue of your choice, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Reddit, Tumblr, whatever that other one is I don't really know that much about. Wherever your social media 
footprint is. If you're willing to share your HCM story, we're looking for some diversity here. So we want different age ranges, different experiences, different demographics, different life experience, different cultural experiences. So we have a, a core group of nine that are starting to build our project out. And then we are going to set up a plan and a rule book and we're going to keep it scientifically accurate. We're going to keep it inspirational and educational. And you're going to tell your story in your own way. And we're just going to kind of help craft a system so that we can all be talking in a similar language, using the similar resource points to bring people to for accurate information. So if you're interested in applying, and it is an application process because we do want some diversity here, please see the link or just go to the HCMA's webpage for hcm.org and learn more about how you can apply. We just want to know a little bit about your HCM story and what your reach is. So we will be choosing 10. If you do not get in the inaugural class, please don't be mad at us. We're trying to we're trying to launch something new and we may bring you in later if you're interested in joining. So speaking about volunteers, I've talked about two volunteer projects and volunteers are critical to our success. So thank you to all who have been volunteering. We really appreciate you, whether you're a physician, a nurse, somebody inside the administration at an HCM center who's volunteered to help us with some things along the road, or if you're a patient, a caregiver, a friend who stepped up and said, I'll help with a project. We appreciate you. We've created a volunteer appreciation program called HCM Gems because you're all our little gems. And you can earn different banners for your icons on Facebook and your social media platforms that show your volunteerism and your level of volunteerism, but you can also work enough to earn admission into what I'm going to talk about next. Our annual meeting is coming back in person in October. And for those of you who volunteer enough hours, you'll get free admission. And if you volunteer even more hours, you might have the opportunity to earn travel and, and housing as well. So you can look at the website for more information there, but we've made those opportunities available. So if you want to be with us and don't have the financial resources, there's other ways to earn your way in. So maybe you can consider that. So the annual meeting will be October 21st in Morristown, New Jersey. The Save the Date is open right now on our website, so you can kind of mark your calendars. Uh, it will be an all-day event. It will start at about 8 o'clock in the morning. It will include a continental breakfast, a morning break, a lunch, and an afternoon break. We're going to have a lot of different types of topics than we have had in the past. Yes, we're going to talk about disease management. We're going to talk about all the pathways of diagnosis and management. And we're going to have the thought leaders in those fields there to talk to you directly. But we're also going to talk about some bigger issues, how to raise awareness, how to be an ambassador, how to advocate for yourself, how to participate in shared decision making and making sure that the term shared decision-making means the same to all of us. So we have good expectations. We're going to be talking about other support projects, mental health. We're going to cover it all in a day. At the conclusion of that day, we're going to clear the room, but the party's not over. The party's just getting started because that evening we will follow up with the Unmask the Great Masquerader Ball Part 2. 
So whether you um, are coming in from out of town and you want to stay and join us for an evening of some fun, some awards, some recognition, some games, some partying, we want to celebrate those with HCM and those we've lost. And part of the proceeds from the Great Masquerader Ball, Unmasked the Great Masquerader Ball, will be going to support the Lori Fund for travel vouchers for those of you getting to HCM centers who may not have the financial resources to get there. This is our annual fundraiser to stock money in that account. So other projects coming up, our Big Hearted Warrior Tour. Our Big Hearted Warrior Tour, we're going to be with Northwestern um, in a couple of weeks. Northwestern is April 27th. We are just starting our plannings for the University of Colorado, which is coming up in May, June. We're going to be doing a clinical trial uh, feature in Big Hearted, which is going to be about cytokinetics profile of platform, I should say, of all of their clinical trials. So we're going to review the three trials that are currently underway. And you're going to hear where they are in, in their recruitment, where they are in the science, who's still recruiting, what's coming up, what's closing, and what we're learning. So uh, Dr. Dan Jacoby, who used to be at Yale and now he's at Cytokinetics, and Dr. Martin Marin will be joining us for that evening explaining those clinical trials. We have another program coming up on, it's an international program we're working on, on the differential diagnosis between HCM and amyloidosis. That's for professional education. And we also have our partnership with the HCM Academy, which will be having another webinar for healthcare professionals coming up in a couple, uh, actually, I think it's next week, they have one coming up. And then they're going to be monthly. So if you want your doctors to learn about HCM, please get them involved with HCM Academy. That will be really helpful to, to grow that program and reach more people. We just had the 2023 launch of HCM Academy, and we had over 100 registrants. So there's 100 healthcare providers who wanted to learn. And then the product will live as an enduring asset HCM Academy's website. So you can still get access to that and your doctors can get CMEs. So that's kind of some programming updates. I do want to give you uh, some staffing and, and people updates. So we've added three new members to our board of directors and you can see their, uh, their listings on our website. So you can learn a little bit about them. They are all big hearted warriors, just like you. So we have Kevin O'Connor, Rosemary Conlon, and Bill Rossi joining our board. They all come with really wonderful experience from the real world that they're going to bring to the board to help us grow and meet the needs of the future and make sure that we stay the quality organization that we are. So really excited to have them on board to help us with guidance and governance. We're bringing in a new contractor to assist us with our HCM international programming. So we will be bringing in Michelle Packard-Millam, who has an extensive experience working with many cardiac causes over the years and in fact was a founding board member of the Global Heart Hub, of which we are a member. So she has a really good global understanding of the space, if you will, and how to build out better arms to reach around the world and make sure patients all over the world with HCM have access to advocacy and access to quality care. We have brought in a new podcast editor, who's also a podcast co-host on occasion, Joey Graham, is going to be taking care of uploading the podcast and doing the editing and putting in our commercials and stuff like that. So welcome aboard to Joey. And I just want to give another shout out to our awesome interns, uh, Ariana, Olu, and Nikki, doing a great job. 
And uh, that's pretty much where we're at. Our newsletter went out this week. So you'll get some updates through the newsletter as well on some of these programs that I spoke about. And that's pretty much what's going on here at the HCMA. It's been really busy, a lot going on. We will be doing some site visits coming up. My schedule is going to get kind of bumpy for the next couple of weeks. So you may not see things at the normal times. I will be going to Chicago to participate in a, I have to look at my calendar at time. I'm always looking up there. I'm going to be participating in an event for the Bernie Mac Foundation. So uh, this is a new friend of ours and we're figuring out how we can work together better. And so sarcoidosis is what actually took the life of comedian and actor Bernie Mac. And uh, his wife set up a foundation in his memory that is focused on sarcoidosis. And some people get sarcoid of the heart that looks like HCM, much like the amyloid patients can look like HCM, but the cause is different. I'm going out there with a friend who uh, I was in his documentary on heart transplants. So uh, we're going to go talk a little bit about that and how we might be able to partner in the community. So I will be in Chicago on April, 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 April 21st and 22nd. So if you're in the Chicago area, I might be reaching out to like maybe hang out on Saturday afternoon. We'll figure something out for there. And that's about it for right now. Oh, in May, I will be heading off to Geneva, Switzerland to participate in the World Heart Federation's meeting, which is part of the World Health Organization's meeting. So there's a lot going on there. So I won't be podcasting the end of the month. And that's pretty much what's going on here at the HCMA. We've really enjoyed the last couple of weeks. Oh, I did want to give you some other fun information. We push out programs and we do a lot of talking about different things and don't always hear the follow-ups, right? Like, And then what happened? So HCM Awareness Day, let's do a little recap. What were we able to accomplish on that day and the buildup to that day? A lot. So I'm going to talk to you about reach and touch and some numbers just to give you an idea. We're a small community. We're never going to have, you know, millions of followers, or at least I don't think we will. But those of you who care about the community and want to spread the word a little bit wider, used Heart Month to do so. You shared our stories and that got us more attention and that got more people to read about HCM. So what did we gain in the month of February? We had 16,800 new unique visitors to the website. That's awesome. We had 50,000 views of our content. That's pretty awesome. We And that's like video content. We had 138,000 engagements, likes, loves, cares, support depending upon the platform. We had 18,000 returning users to the website. So people came back in and, and checked in. And our average age, our average time of engagement grew by about 30 seconds, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's actually a lot. We hit 134 countries with our messaging. 134 countries. Now, that was pretty amazing. Our core demographic, we are hitting it hot on Instagram with females 35 to 54. Strong demographic there. Men, not so much. We need to get some content out there that attracts the guys to follow us too. We do have users in the in the teenage years, which is 
Nice to see them engaging. We have a pretty good population in the 18 to 24 range as well, but mostly girls, not as many guys. So we got to get the guys more engaged. Biggest cities of focus were LA, New York, Chicago, and San Diego. So that's nice that we get some diversity there. Wanted to talk to you quickly about the media tour. We reached an estimated 15.5 million people with our media tour. And that's markets from Rhode Island down to South Carolina, over to Mississippi, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Minneapolis. That's my phone. Columbus, Lancaster. So we did a nice big circle around from the, the Northeast down to the South, and we covered the Eastern part of the country real well. We did really well in Sacramento and L.A., that swath from Idaho down to Arizona, we got to get on that one. But we we hit some pretty big numbers. So we're doing really well there. And that's pretty much it. That's what I wanted to tell you. We did our auto viewings. So if you haven't seen A Man Called Auto yet, it's now streaming on Netflix. I was thinking of having a viewing party one night where everybody can kind of watch together and we can do it in live time and decompress some of it afterwards. So uh, maybe we'll do that coming up. But we had two viewings of that. We had about 170 people show up in person and we got to watch the video together. So that was a lot of fun too. And and we got to raise awareness and have a little fun and lighten it up a little bit. So that's what I have. I will go on to Facebook real quick and see if anybody has any questions or comments. Now, Ross has just been dutifully dropping some links here as I asked him. Thank you, Ross. So I don't see any questions from our small viewership today because I didn't tell anybody that this was actually happening. So uh, people can listen to this later. I will share it into the private group so they can hear the messages. Oh, one other programming note. We've made some changes into my schedule because it was kind of nutty. And if you're watching online, you can see I have like a color-coded schedule now as to when I'm available to talk to different types of people about different types of things. So hopefully it'll balance out my life a little bit. If you remember on my reels recently, I said I was going to try to get my timing organized. So I had a little better work-life balance, trying to practice what I preach to others. So I appreciate y'all sticking in there with our scheduling, but we do try to be able to get back to somebody live within two to three days at maximum. My time, I'm about a week out to book typically, but we're trying to stay as accessible as possible. And on that note, I'm going to wrap up today's podcast and my husband's on the phone, so I'm going to go talk to him. Thank you all. Have a wonderful Easter and Passover and Ramadan, and I wish you good health. Thank you to our sponsors, Cytokinetics, Bristol-Myers Squibb, Tanaya Therapeutics, and Embraya Pharmaceutical for your support of Tales from the Heart. Thanks so much. Have a great day, everybody. 